Yep. Can you record? Yep. I mean, yeah, it looks like I just started recording. Cool. But, uh, okay. So we're good. Yeah. Thanks. That's uh, it's, it's it's all very interesting. The differences in the crime. We're on pace to hit nearly 500 murders before the close of. Well, let's see. That was in 2021. Uh, and uh, we, I guess, suppose we did. That's the first time in a number of years. I mean, it's it's been. See, uh, there were 419 in 2012, and then it went into the 300s, and it's that's pretty good because it was over 2,000 murders, uh, like in like 90. You know, so I mean that's a pretty mm. significant drop, but it's climbing back up, and you know it's every murder matters. You know when you they add up uh, over a few months. Why do you suppose COVID brought out the 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 people murdering? That's a good question. Why did COVID make people murder? I guess desperation. Uh-huh. You mentioned boredom as a motive before, you know, and I suppose it could be that too. <laughs> I'm, bored. I'm bored. Let's murder. <laughs> I mean, the one guy worked for the one guy. I mean, we had a guy who set off some smoke bombs, firecrackers, and he had some guns. And he and he fired thirty. Saw- <laughs> he fired thirty three shots into the uh, in in the in a subway car. Thirty. Yeah, I saw shots. that in the news in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was a we're, big story. We're planning right? a trip. We're planning a trip to go to New York, and, and my wife turns on Japanese TV and like, "Oh, New York, I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Everybody's <laughs> dead in New York. What's going on?" You know. <laughs> also, we watch the news. I'm like, "Uh, this is an isolated incident. What, what train was it? The N? Nobody rides the N train. That the, the train's for losers. You know." <laughs> Actually, you know something. Nobody died in that. <clears throat> Everybody got shot in the leg. I think that, which is a little suspicious. Thirty-three shots. Ten people supposedly hit, and nobody died. I mean, that, it's a it's a miracle. It's a friggin'. And when the guy ran away, he left his his card that he used to rent his U-Haul. He left the inf- that rental information. He left the fireworks. He left the gun. It's all in a bag here. It's uh, like a, it's like a catch the murderer kit, you know, uh, worst Batman villain ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's my wallet? Oh, God. Oh, geez. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, it's OK. Scene again. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even wearing gloves. <laughs> What a what a lousy and and you know what I can't even tell you the guy's name now and a guy who does something like that you ought to remember his name for a few months right you would think wait what, maybe like Fight Club like his name was Bob Sanders or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah say his name say his name oh jeez those oh. are the murders everybody hears about is the racial ones that's those, those are the ones that are that really stick here because they you know they do repeat their names brianna taylor you know and these are not even murders a lot of times they're just like police involved shootings that get misconstrued misreported and misunderstood you know that's another thing that's, that's an interesting thing about japan in japan we do have mass uh murders every so often um i i can just think of like like three or four off the top of my head right where like somebody like killed like maybe five to like 20 people. Right. And the thing is, nobody remembers their name. Their name just becomes obsolete within seconds, you know? And so it's crazy that uh, anybody would want to do that for fame. You know, we're just like, I'm going to become famous. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be somebody. No, 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 no. You're fucking, once you do that, you're fucking in the pin and that's it. And then when you're released shit, dude, people that go to Japan or people in Japan that commit murders, the, the sentences are lighter than other countries. But the thing is, when you are released, the thing you, you can't get a job, you no job, no job will hire you. You can't do anything. So pretty much it's just like once you're released, you go from one prison to another prison. You're a social outcast and you can't get a job. Well, I mean, you just they're homeless. The, po- the post prison life there is a lot like the uh, pre prison life that I'm living here now. So <laughs> I'm a social outcast. I can't get a job. I mean, I, the last thing I would want to have is a job. But I see what you mean. Yeah. How, how long were they? How long do they get sentenced for? They say say they kill five, ten people. What's a what do you think would be the standard sentence? Oh, God. Well, five or ten people it depends on the motive. If the motive is sincere, they'll definitely get the, the death penalty. Death penalty. You can get killed within like one day or 50 day, 50 years. They don't tell you when you actually get killed. If you make it to lunch, you, you survived another day. So wow. that that's probably what's going to happen to most people that commit like these kind of a heinous crimes. If they 
if they do spend time in prison, like for example, if there is a motive that's like, I don't know if it's, let's say reasonable or whatnot, it's not as long as the states. In the states, like if you commit something really fucked up, you go to jail for a long, for life, for like, like a million years. Like, all right, you're sentenced to like 200 years plus like 300 years, plus 600 years or something. It's ridiculous, right? It happens. In Japan, it's more reasonable here, you know? Like, I mean, that there is like kind of like a concept where like you will be released after you serve your time, right? But I mean, prison in Japan is no joke. Like I've talked to convicts, right? That have um, convicts in Japan. And uh, they said that prison in Japan, like the, the solitary confinement where you have to sleep in a certain way, you have to be in solitary confinement in a certain way where you're like on your knees for like six hours. It, it's it's pretty intense, you know? Oh. So when you do get out, it's 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 better, but still, it, you still, it, it's really ridiculous. How many of those guys wind up spending six hours on their knees wherever they are after they probably do, you know, just out of like, it's time to do that. If I don't do it, I'll get beaten or executed or something. You know what I mean? Like you, people get conditioned over a number of years. Uh, not, you, they have a guy here now, though. You, you know, you say that we have these harsh sentences. The, the DA we have here in New York, his name's Alvin Bragg, and he's brand new. He came in in January. He doesn't seek, his, his thing is to not seek carceral uh, punishment for anybody, hardly anybody, hardly any crimes. I mean, it's like you really have to just, like, blow a senator's head off or something in order to, uh, <laughs> you know, or some domestic things or stuff, stuff like that. But a lot of the crimes aren't even bail eligible, meaning, like, uh, you don't even have to pay bail. They don't even put you in jail anymore. They've they've there's fewer people in jail now than ever. They just and, and almost all these crimes that we'll read about, you know, they are committed by people who should have been still in jail, but it's a small number of people committing a lot of these crimes over and over again. They won't lock them up. That's, that's insane. I, I think prison prison has been around since people have been around, you know, I mean, the thing is just like, there's been prison because there are bad people out there, you know, and bad people have to be separated from society, you know, and, and every country, every, every society has got, prison right and so for like america or new york to be like hey you know what we don't need prison anymore fuck that shit you know that that's ridiculous because i mean this is gonna make crazy people people that are natural born killers or just like just criminals just say hey fuck it if i can get away with it i'm gonna do it and maybe that's human nature too because the thing is i jaywalk all the time i love to jaywalk because the thing is if i can get away with it i'm gonna do it right even though I know you're not supposed to jaywalk in Tokyo, but I do it. So maybe that's it. It's human nature. So you got to have prison because prison is like a deterrent for people to from committing crimes. Sure. Yeah. And it's the same way with jail. You know, like uh, when you when you get uh, arrested, if you don't get locked up, if you don't have to spend a day or two in jail or a week in jail or you don't have to come up with bail money, then, you know, you're back out in a few hours and hell man i mean you, you haven't even uh, you haven't even slept you're still on the same day and it's a, it's a momentum thing people like that don't tend to be like big planners all the time so they're like what do you what do you call it? impulse they act on impulse and you know it's just one impulse after another they're going to go commit more crimes uh it's it's just it's shocking that they would want to do it that way but this is what I'm talking about when I say they're they're wrecking it on purpose because there's no way that these that these grown men who are saying like oh don't no, jail is bad it has a disparate impact on communities and stuff like that there's no way that they don't understand what happens when you don't lock people up. Why are they doing that? Why why are they eliminating jail and prison? Why are they keeping like criminals or people that commit like random crimes on the streets? That makes no sense. It's uh to create a uh, equity, you know. That's basically it. I mean, they, they they say it's for racial equity. Of course, that's not the real reason. The real reason is because they're just trying to create a situation where they're, I mean, you have to break a thing in order to rebuild it. And so all I can figure, the war is on, uh, you know, a certain type of person in the United States of America. And uh, and it's, it's stacked against a, a certain type of individual. And these are the ones who need to be broken in order for them to just continue to remold society in the way that they want it I mean, these criminals might be a danger to people at large but they're not a danger as far as like preserving the sense of the culture and stuff like that they want to kill the whole american idea wow that's deep dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's true dude, i'm like 
two of these fucking like what seven percent drinks <laughs> deep and that is really deep man yeah <laughs> like, hallucinating wow. right now yeah. oh man holy smokes all right well we've been talking about like crime in the news should we actually get into the news i can't wait why don't, why don't we yeah. do that all right awesome all right pat so how should we do this um so i got three stories actually i got five stories how many stories you got I, you know what? I've got three or four, and um, th- I don't. I didn't really select for for dramaticism so much as just like something timely. But they they're all pretty good. So I, I'll say three to five. I'll try to keep pace. Okay. Well, I'm getting so you open it up right then. Now. You know, since you maybe have a bonus, you should uh, maybe you know. All right. So okay, <clears throat> I kind of cherry pick these. Uh, some of these stories we've uh, my past co- my co-hosts have actually covered. So, but uh, anyway, it's going to be new to us, so it's all good. Okay, here we go. My first story. Aichi woman arrested for mixing human excrement into school lunch. Well, this story sounds kind of shitty. On June 13th, a 20-year-old employee of a public school in Ozaki, Aichi Prefecture, was charged with mixing human feces into a school lunch. The incident occurred on October 8th, 2021, when the principal of the school taste-tested the school's lunch in advance in, in the staff room and noticed that it had a strange odor and discoloration, probably of shit. He immediately canceled the meal for everyone else and submitted the food to the public health center for examination. The result confirmed that it contained E. coli bacteria. And even though the school lunch was made in a separate facility, no other school had any trace of fecal matter in their food. Thanks to the keen sense and the quick action of the principal, none of the students or staff members were exposed to the contaminated food and did not suffer any illness as a result. Thank God. A subsequent investigation led back to the staff member, though it was unclear that her motive, what her motive was or how she managed to mix the excrement into the food. <laughs> With a spoon, I would say, right? Or a mixer. I think with her butt. Yeah. She, she, she just squatted tried. over it and like, yeah, tried to move her head. Both these kids. She is charged with fraudulent obstruction of business. Would, wouldn't be the first crime that springs to mind when someone attempts to poison an entire school. She is currently denying the charge. Now, this story isn't surprising to most students from around the globe because school lunches normally taste like shit. <laughs> yeah, I and added I, that. No, I agree. Uh, <laughs> and, and no, it's it's I remember when I yeah growing up at the school lunch, man, I think we had we never had shit in our school lunch, but I, I think we used to have a little school lunch blended in with our shit. Yeah, I mean, like this is what they would serve. Uh, they, those weird food combinations and everything. And this lady was what was her job again? Was she a cafeteria worker? Surely not. She was a lunch lady. A lunch lady. Well, my God, that's uh, she's crazy, right? She just has to be crazy. She, or maybe, you know, she's resentful of these kids, you know, that she has to come and feed every day. Maybe she just wanted to see what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> she had E. coli, man. That's fucking crazy. But um, okay, what should this lunch lady's evil villain name be? For example, like Poo Poo Pee Pee Bandit or Captain Heinous Anus. Or if she was British, would it be like Lunch Lady Lou or something? What, what do you think that her her evil villain name should be? How about Scat Woman? <laughs> scat Woman. Yeah, Scat Woman. Yeah, because you know. Scat meaning shit, right? No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. I wish she was a guy because Scat Man sounds so much cooler than Scat Woman. The Scat Man. No, no, no. Or poop, 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 Scat Man. There is a there is a there is a cat woman, though. And so it's not too far off. That's not that's not too bad. Right. Right off the top. I, no, no, that was great. That. And I feel pretty good about that story, too, because that is uh, that if you're leading off with that, the woman shitting into the school lunches, that that only means that, uh, yeah, you've got some weird things coming up. I hope you have some of these famous uh, Japanese stories where people are uh, s- stealing off the clotheslines and shit. Right. Do you, like some of these where do, do guys still do that there? Do they still steal panties off the clotheslines every day. 
<laughs> Every day. Dude, there's stories that we don't cover anymore because it's just like it's just like the same thing again and again and again. Like I try to find like interesting stories that are like make that they're amusing to me. I've been doing this podcast since 2009, right? I've seen and heard everything. Right. Every kind of a murder, every kind of like a rape, every kind of like any kind of a crime in Japan. I, I've heard it. I've seen it. I've covered it. Right. So if it's like really interesting, then I'm just like, wow, this is a great story, you know, but yeah. So I, You're I'm discerning. Trying- yeah, I, I can see you. You should definitely never be like a cop, you know, working on the CSI unit or something, you know, and a woman tells you about a rape and you're just like, oh, oh boring. <laughs> a rape. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. So how big was his dick? <laughs> was there anything? Was he wearing a weird mask of some sort? Uh, no? No. Oh, okay. he was circumcised three times, he said. OK. All right. There we go. That's something interesting. At least there's All something. Right. Yeah. Did he have a funny name, at least? All right. So I'll I'll, I'll, I'll come off of that then. And uh, well, I'm, I'll talk about a murder that we had back in. Uh, let's see. Well, this is just a, a short while back earlier this year. A homeless man accused of killing Christina Yuna Lee inside her Chinatown apartment was ordered held without bail at his arraignment. And this guy here. Uh, it's uh, that this guy stabbed this woman unally more than 40 times. Wow. Yeah. And she's a strange. That's person. a workout. That's like one, two, three. <laughs> your arm gets tired. You got to take a break. Yeah. I mean, like, he, he probably conserves a lot of his energy, uh, you know, for, for just such occasions. That's Manhattan criminal court uh, judge Jay Weiner granted the district attorney's request to remand him. So his name's Asamad Nash. This guy's only 25, which is prime wow. stabbing age. You know, I mean, he's, he's still got a young body charged with murder. This woman was 35. She was a creative producer and uh, left her butchered inside her bathtub. Uh, what he did is he, he just followed her inside. It was something they call sexually motivated burglary, which uh, sheds light on a potential motive there. And while uh, while you arguing the government's case there, uh, yeah, that it's, it says here that the uh, the DA said that Nash attempted to deter he attempted to deter police from entering the apartment by imitating a woman's voice. <laughs> Hello, it's not me, like Marge Simpson. Yeah, hi, <laughs> we're fine. No, he said, uh, we don't need the police here. Go away, <laughs> Land Shark. The sack on a guy to murder a woman, and then we don't need the. No, it's fine. I'm not decent. Uh, we're just watching Netflix. Uh, I can't do though. I can't do that voice. I don't know. Yeah. So, I had too much to drink. This is what he told. Uh, yeah, he actually told him that. So, um, according to Iran, now as he barricaded himself inside the apartment, that's what he did for roughly an hour and a half before they finally got inside the emergency service unit. Uh, he was dragging it out as long as he possibly could. This guy is a. Uh, just a, an uncommonly stupid looking guy. Uh, and I, it's, so it's, you know, it's, it sort of fits with this whole MO here. Uh, like I said, um, he, he followed her inside. He followed her for a little while and then, uh, you know, just followed her right into the building. And, um, this poor Korean woman, you know, just, uh, had it. Let's see. She was found in her, uh, dead in her bathroom, naked from the waist up with over 40 stab wounds. And Oof. he was, and, and, and he was hiding, you see, uh, under the bed. You that's know. the best place to hide, dude. And every scary movie, that's the go-to place. Yeah, they'll never <laughs> look there. It's the last place they'll expect to find him, you know. Uh, <laughs> We've all seen Taken, right? <laughs> <laughs> a stab wound to his torso and cuts to his hands and shoulders. So those, I guess, would be some kind of uh, defensive uh, wounds or something. I, I, I really don't know. A yellow-handled knife found behind a dresser. Chilling surveillance footage shows him pushing in uh, when when they returned home. She had just walked up six flights of stairs, too, which is, you know. You, why didn't you kill me at the bottom of the fucking stairs? You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's, such a, it's such a six flights is no joke. I used to live in on the uh, fifth floor and, and it was pretty bad. But uh, so he, he gets inside. There's, there's a couple of other amusing elements here because he claimed that the woman invited him over for a party. <laughs> I got a party. It's just me and karaoke by myself. I guess he figured she's dead, right? So uh, what can she say? You know, like, yeah, she, we, were, we were friends and she invited me over for a party and we were going to have a few drinks and just kind of kick it. It's like, why would anybody want to spend time with you, dude? I mean, that's uh, he also what says, did, huh? 
what time did this happen? Does it have like a time? Is it like nine o'clock at night or nine yeah, o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Let me give you. Let me uh, give you a reference point. It's. I know it's in the evening after she came home from a party. Uh, let's. See, she was heard screaming around four twenty-two a.m. And that's a.m. The, yeah, four twenty-two a.m. So she was coming home pretty late. It's like a uh, meth party. <laughs> Seven o'clock. Let's start it. <laughs> You know, she was heard screaming for help and a male voice responded, calm down. I have a gun. <laughs> that, 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 that definitely calms, calms you down, right? Calm down. I have a gun. Um, yeah, yeah, so it was late. It was late when she came in. And oh, one one more final thing here. He says they're not going to be able to make this stick because they don't have video of him killing her, only walking into the building. So, you know, him hiding under the bed. And, uh, you know, the blood, all that stuff. He don't think it's not really sufficient evidence. So um, that's it shows what they know about the law. And I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty sure he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Now, Pat, I'm not a detective. I'm not a cop. I'm not a lawyer. I'm just a guy that does a podcast about crime for many, many years. I'm kind of an alcoholic, but um, he did it. <laughs> yeah. It, it looks that way, doesn't it? But we're, you know what? We have to exclude you from the jury now, Johnny. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You know what? The thing is, they probably actually did catch him red handed. Mm. Literally, too. He's like, I didn't do it. <laughs> Dripping with blood. Oh, damn. You don't know where that came from. <laughs> it's paint. I'm an artist. <laughs> All right. OK, so I guess it's my story now. <clears throat> okay, let's see where I can go. I got a couple of stories here. All right. Okay, I'm going to go strong. Okay. All right. You want a perverted stuff? I got it. <clears throat> School vice principal arrested after miniature camera found in women's toilet. Police in Shin Hidaka, Hokkaido, have arrested a 47-year-old man on suspicion of placing a miniature camera inside the women's staff toilet at a junior high school where he is vice principal. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, somebody in Japan that. likes taking pictures. How odd. <laughs> True. You know, I kind of get that that image of that or that uh, that song in my head by the police. Don't stand so close to me. <laughs> According to police, Kiyoshi Onodara has admitted to placing a camera inside a small box in the toilet on the first floor of the school building on June 6, Hokkaido TV reported. An employee spotted the camera in the toilet cubicle on June 7th. The school notified the police and after an investigation on staff, Onodara was arrested on Saturday. How did they know it was him? I don't know. You think that he had like a 35 millimeter camera inside a shoebox or something? Because, I mean, this is kind of weird. I mean, I've never been in a girl's bathroom. Well, kind of. I've never been in a girl's bathroom, really. But uh, the thing is, like, I don't think they have boxes inside the girl's bathroom, right? Especially in, like the toilets. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. I mean, if, the, if it's a shoebox, they're definitely going to open it up and look inside. So you don't want that. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no shoes it's a camera i don't know uh, it, it's a good question you know people that's a bad that's a bad thing to record people when they're trying in their most private of moments you know uh, it, they, they're probably not doing anything fun in there you know they're just doing they're just doing something that uh you would assume and uh, maybe that's his kink yeah that's definitely his kink but the thing is like i don't understand that kink pat like the thing is just like when people use a toilet it's never like i mean all right I've had roommates since like the, the since day one, right? No. And the thing is, I, I've I've had like small apartments with like the, the bathroom is close to like the bedrooms and stuff. There's nothing cool happening in the bathroom. It's just like yeah. why do you want to record that? Who's interested in that? In fact, the thing is, don't you want to get as far away from that fucking room as possible? Like nobody wants to be near the bathroom. The bathroom sucks, it stinks, it smells. Who the fuck is interested in this kind of shit, dude? Literally, this kind of shit is yeah. fucking terrible. Who wants to be there, Pat? Tell me. I, so those are people who really, you know who, you know who wants to be there? Scat woman. <laughs> oh, scat man. Oh, that's true. All right, fuck it. It, it came around. Okay, there we go. 
always comes around. All right. Well, I guess I'll go ahead with this uh, to lighten it up here. Okay. Okay. Here we go. This is good a, news. A New York City man uh, who uh, stabbed his girlfriend. Well, he's accused of it, anyways. A uh, man brutally slashed his girlfriend inside a Lower Manhattan subway station during the morning rush on a Tuesday. Later nabbed wearing Kellogg's Apple Jacks underwear. According to cops and photos, and they have the photos here. Uh, I would do you mind? I can share the screen if you'd like to see this guy in his uh, uh, Apple Jacks underwear. Okay, uh, I would so love to see the screen. You'd have to. Uh, all you got to do is enable the screen share real quick, and in the meantime, I'll just go ahead and read a little bit more about it. Uh, there's a man brutally slashed, like I said. Uh, his, his name is Billy Hernandez. He's 50. In custody hours later, with charges pending against him after getting picked up on South Street. Uh, and ex- here we have some photos. It's a uh, it has got a red New York T-shirt and Kellogg's Apple Jacks underwear. Um, this woman here got cut up pretty bad. We got photos of her. Shit. Uh, got her face? Up. Yeah. Yeah, on her. Well, uh, mostly it looks like it, it, sometimes, yeah, on her head, actually up on her head or something, maybe across her face. The band, uh, he looks like the mummy, basically. Uh, like so just, go to, just go to screen share. And then, uh, and there should be something there that says more or something like that, and uh, like a little arrow off to the side. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got a share screen. Okay, boom. Okay, there we go. Desktop. Now we can. Okay, now here we go. Oh, it says it's still disabled. Oh, you started screen sharing. Five thousand uh, peaches stolen. Ah, we have a look at your. We're now getting, we're all messed up. Now we're getting a pretty look at your story. My screen. <laughs> Oh, this is terrible. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me just send you the link, and then you'll have it, and you can. Uh, I'll just send it in the chat, and then you can share it from there. How about that? Oh, God. Now I'm all messed up. Now, I, I can't no get the uh, stream back to normal. Just just hit stop share, and uh, you'll be fine. Stop I'm sending share. you the link right here, and uh, and then you'll have it. And then we'll be able That's not it right there, but uh, it's coming momentarily. Man, uh, the, you know, I, I understand a guy stabbing his girlfriend. You know, I mean, like, I understand a guy stabbing his wife. Really, I understand stabbing your wife more than your girlfriend. You know, because I mean, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, you can get pretty hopeless. You know, and you, it's, it's really stabbing is just, it's about investment in that relationship. You know, you gotta, you gotta want somebody dead in a certain way to just take a sharp object and plunge it into their flesh. So, I, it's uh, apparently they were pretty close. I mean, that's my conclusion anyway. Applejack's there and his girlfriend. So uh, you have the link over there in the chat. If you click on that, then it should take you to uh, the photos that you're looking for, the ones that we're all dying to see. I mean, okay. <laughs> you might be a little disappointed at this point because uh, – no, go ahead. What do you need? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm going to click that later. Uh, the thing is, though, I, I think that, you know, stabbing somebody, that really takes a lot of effort. I mean, you got to choose the knife. You got to, like, like pick up the knife. You got to go up to them. You got to actually put the knife in them. You know, I mean, a gun is out. Like, you got to put it back in. You got to pull it out. You got to put it back in. Yeah. Like like the previous story, like 40 times or something or 50 times. Is it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? I mean, that's a workout, dude. You got to use both hands, you know? Yeah, it's like it's like remember the Ginsu knives Remember the commercials in Japan. The foot can split wood, but you can't stab your girlfriend with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you can <laughs> with case in point, right? <laughs> yeah, but you, as you were saying, a gun is a lot less personal. It's just you know you pull it, you basically you push a button on somebody, and then they're they're gone. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, stabbing. God, you got to think about that. <laughs> I think the most the most primal crime that there can be, like that, really probably the first. I'm going to say it might have been the first crime ever committed, the first murder ever committed. I now maybe and may not have been this, but a woman cutting a, a baby out of another out of a pregnant woman's stomach. That's like a, that's the most primal murder I can think of, you know, just like I want that baby inside. I'm going to cut you open and take that baby. Wow. Never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> Women are terrible people. A guy would uh, never do that. A guy would never cut open. a. He might want to have kids. I think I'd like to be a dad. He's never, ever going to cut a, a baby out of a woman's stomach. Oh, I see what you're saying to keep the baby. Oh, I thought you for, meant for an abortion. I was like, well, dude, that's pretty... <laughs> <laughs> you want an abortion? Let me just do this for you. <laughs> it's a fetus <laughs> napping. <laughs> oh, to steal a baby like a, a pre-birth kidnapping or something, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, but the problem with that is then there's nobody to demand ransom from. So, I mean, it's pretty much yours after that. Yeah. After that, you're screwed. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but in Japan, we get a lot of problems with like people having babies, like young young people having babies, and they don't know what to do. So they put the babies in like uh, lockers, right? Like uh, they go to a train station with the baby and they put in a locker and they lock the baby in there. And then the baby, of course, eventually dies. And then, you know, <laughs> then they go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> they put it in a locker uh, just to get rid of it. You mean they're not trying to like, I'll be back for it later. It's like, this is no. the final place. <laughs> no, dude, I've got two stories about that today. Like two stories came out this week about that. If you want, I can like cover one if you want. Oh, that sounds fascinating. Yeah. Right. All right, all right, let me pull that up, dude. I like I was like, I was thinking, man, that might be a little bit too dark for Pat Dixon. But I mean, if, if you're into it, dude. Are you yeah, joking? That. Man, that's I, I'm insulted you even had that thought. I mean, if Sorry. it happened, it, see to me, it's never nothing's too dark if it happened, you know? I mean, that's that's all it is. Is did it happen? And if it did, it did. then then it's not too dark. Okay, all right. Well, that's gonna definitely eliminate one of my stories. Uh, okay, this is gonna take me a second to find this. Well, you have one that didn't happen. <laughs> no, no, okay. No, I had uh, another one that's like not as dark as like uh, it's like a family murder. But uh, let's see here. Uh, family murder be pretty heavy sometimes. Uh, my favorite type of family murder is when they uh, we have a patriarch, a, like a grandpa, and one day he just you know takes his shotgun shells, loads up his gun, and just fucking murders everybody in the family the dog and then himself <laughs> he's like this is a bad idea starting this fucking <laughs> bum, 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 bum. yeah <laughs> i'm gonna clean up my own mess before i get out of here oh dude oh god all right let's see we gotta all right all right, all right. let me just read some of these okay <clears throat> train conductor arrested over groping incidents uh charge uh let's see doctor arrested over alleged sex act with minor uh Body of newborn girl found in parking lot uh, had been there since April. Oh, okay, okay, this is a good one. Okay, so that's one that you wanted. That's nuts, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you said left on uh, in a parking lot. It was she was in a the baby was in a uh, a locker or was just out in the uh, elements. Oh, there's another one in a locker. Do you want me to do the locker one or this one? I, oh man, you know what? I, I you tell me because like they both sound pretty promising. Uh, all right. This one's actually kind of short. I could probably read both of them. Here we go. Why not? Whew. All right. Baby of newborn girl found in parking lot had been there since April. Police said Osaka. I love Osaka. Please in Osaka say a newborn baby girl whose body was found in a car parking lot on Tuesday had been dead since late April. Uh, following the result of an autopsy, the baby was found in a plastic bag inside a paper bag at around 11.45 p.m. on Tuesday in Nihonbashi parking lot in Chuo Ward, Kyoto News reported. The so wasteful, lot- so wasteful. I'm just going to interject. That's that's inter- yeah. a bad paper and plastic. That's you don't need all that. Yeah. You know, the thing is, I mean, if you're going to recycle, you should just stick with the paper. Well, the um, baby, the baby's actually compost, so you got to separate all that stuff. <laughs> oh God, you're right. Yeah, that's that's going to get complicated. The parking lot is in the Minami Entertainment District. Oh, it's an entertainment district near Nanki Namba Station, which basically means like kind of like a red light party district. Uh, oh. Police said there were no external signs of injury on the infant who was naked and still had her umbilical cord attached. Uh, decomposition, decomposition of the corpse had begun when it was found. Police said they are analyzing, <laughs> it's getting wasted, analyzing street surveillance camera footage to try to determine who might have left the infant in the parking lot. I don't know, ma'am. What do you think, Pat? I think we have a desperate young mother who would rather go out and dance than be uh, pregnant. You know, it might be one of those have the baby in your pants kind of things, you know, when she's just on her way out to party. Uh, it's I'm not sure if it was intentionally left there or if, uh, yeah, if somebody basically just babied their pants. I don't know, man. You never know. But the thing is, I think like in this area or in all red light, uh, red light or party areas of like Japan, Mm -hmm. it's all young people. Like everybody there is like fucking like from 16, 18, 20 to like maybe like 30 years old. So I, I think it's just like a dumb kid that just basically has like a stomach cramp and realizes they're pregnant or whatnot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 
They still want to party that night, so they just get rid of the evidence. That's what I mean by having a baby in her pants. I mean, that would, there was a show about uh, about these things, these unex, unexpected, unsuspected pregnancies. Like a woman just like, I had a baby. You had a baby. I had a baby in my pants. I mean, that was uh, one of the, the things back when I was back. Uh, what was the show called? That stupid VH1 best week ever. They would have all these dumb shows. <laughs> Friends. How long have you <laughs> been there? <laughs> 20 years. Yeah, let, let me ask you, you, let me reference you for TV shows here in the States. But, don't ask me about it. Uh, if it's not French or Survivor or Seinfeld, I don't know, okay? The, the umbilical, umbilical cord was still attached, huh? So, yeah. yeah, I'd say that that's somebody gave birth right there on the spot and it was just like, well, fuck it. We, you know, we got reservations or whatever. Um <laughs> Oh God! Why let this ruin a good time? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that's, probably that's, true. Yeah, uh, and you know what? The the kids are probably better off. You know, I mean, like, an adoption might have been best, but it sounds like that would not have been a very good mother. But in Japan, adoption is not really a big thing here. People don't really adopt kids here. Why? Like not? in the states, I I don't know. That it's not like a thing. Like I mean, you never really hear of somebody that's been adopted or people that are thinking about adopting kids. It's not really like a thing here. I don't think adoption is like um, part of Japanese culture. Maybe maybe it is for some people, but I don't I, I've never really heard of it. I've been wow. here for 20 years. And I've never really heard of anybody being adopted or adopting somebody or something. Is, is there a word for adoption even in, in Japanese? Adoption, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of drunk. So <laughs> that, that sounds very similar to the English. Yeah. Yeah, let me ask. You, let me. Hey, Risa. She's got her fucking headphones on. She can't fucking hear anything. All right, never mind. Throw something at her. <laughs> well, I can, hell, I can just go to my Google uh, handy dandy. But I got here, a knife right. right here. Let me just throw it at her. <laughs> Let me see. Google Translate. Uh, we'll find it right quick. Yeah, we'll just adoption to the Japanese. Uh, let's see. Detect language. Take it to the Japanese. Let's see. I swear to God. Pato Dixon. It's called Pat Dick. Well, what? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I, Sorry, I, dude. I can't read this anyway. So, I mean, like, it does mean no good. It's just a bunch of symbols. Uh, I wish I could show it to you, but I can't. Uh, I guess you could do a similar. You got Google Translate there, right? Kaketsu. It's called Kaketsu. So they, there is adoption. There is adoption. The word for I, I it, think it, There is a thing. It's Kaketsu. But uh, yeah, Painful, I mean, huh? they're, not, they're not into doing it. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but I, I don't think many people do it, to be yeah, honest. It's not considered a, a better option than death. I got you. OK, uh, you know, uh, it's it's funny because uh, maybe they're just like uh, not as morally broken down. There's not enough need for that. Or you know, people are better prepared. People are more responsible, maybe. And they just like it, people have a baby. They keep it. There's more of a family, you know, tightness. Well, the thing is, it's just like I, I've never been exposed to that here in Japan. So maybe it's kind of like a subculture that people don't talk about. Or maybe it's like a thing that is just like. Yeah, I think it's probably like something that people just don't talk about. Like if somebody adopts a kid, they don't like make it exposed that their kids adopted or or maybe like if somebody's adopted, they don't talk about them being adopted. Maybe it's like something it's not shameful or anything like that. But maybe it's just something that people just don't talk about. It's more of like a family issue or family thing that people just don't expose because I've never heard about that ever in Japan. You know, uh, you want to hear about two uh, strangers stabbing a 16 year old inside a violent Brooklyn subway station. Oh, I love that. That'd be great. Uh, the teen was uh, waiting to board the southbound A train at the Broadway Junction around 1020 p.m. Sunday when two men approached him, one of them asking, what are you looking at? And the question sparked a fight. Uh, eventually, it turned violent. A fight that turned violent, is said. Well, if it's a fight, it turns violent immediately. The fight was a, maybe they, I don't know. But the suspect. Doing slap happy stuff. Yeah, it's just like, you know, well, put up your due, see? <laughs> One of the suspects pulled out a knife and stabbed the boy, quote, multiple times in the face and neck. And the pair then fled on separate CNA trains. So they, they, uh, I don't know how, I guess. They got lucky that those trains got there at the same time and they were able to uh, make their escape in two different directions. So a victim was taken to Brookdale Hospital, stable condition. And uh, yeah, so 
that's that. It's uh, the, the attackers look like one of them looks like the like one of the Beastie Boys, like around 1989. And I'm going to say the other one looks like uh, he's wearing a fake beard. Almost looks like a woman in a fake beard. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is that. That's something else, right? It leads to you don't don't ever get into arguments. With, if what are you looking at? The answer to that is I'm looking at uh, a bunch of stuff in the opposite direction of you and uh, <clears throat> going. Yeah, dude. Like when I had my situation in New York and stuff, when somebody th- when that guy threatened to like stab me in the face, yeah, basically we just walked away you know yeah and the thing is like when i walked away i had eyes in the back of my head i was like watch that motherfucker as i was walking away you know yeah and and that's that's what you gotta do you know being the man and being like yo what's up you know dude you're gonna get fucking stabbed in the fucking face you don't need to get into a whole big physical altercation i mean you've got a lot more to lose like you said this guy's got half a a, you know a loaf of cornbread hanging out of his mouth yeah you probably been to the dentist in the last few years why why risk that yeah yeah, Ugh, going to the dentist in Japan's expensive as a motherfucker too. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. I bet you it's it's a, it's a, it's really expensive. Why do you, why do you suppose that is? Well, I mean, actually, well, I don't know. I think going to the dentist anywhere is kind of expensive, but kind of, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm? yeah I, I'm sorry. I was just agreeing, kind of. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Uh, on that note, I mean, I don't think I'd ever have cornbread in my mouth like that guy. Did. <laughs> I mean, you were you had a clean shirt on. That's already more to lose than you really care. To. Oh, geez. All right. The booze is kicking in. All right. Let me get into my story. OK. Um. All right. Here we go. I'm drinking. You're not. This is crazy. Here we go. Train conductor arrested over groping incident. The story took place in Miyagi police in Shiro Ishi, Miyagi prefecture of arrested a 27 year old train conductor on suspicion of groping a teenage girl abroad a late night train. Night train ready to crash in Burhern, whatever learn. Okay, according to police, Hiromu Harara is accused of groping the girl's breasts at around 12.10 a.m. Sunday, abroad a train in the JR Tohoku line between Kitashiharakawa and Hagashiharahoshii which makes no sense for anybody that's listening to this outside of Japan stations. Uh, Kyoto news reported the girl who has been sitting alone called one one zero after the incident, when the train arrived at its terminal station, Hiroshima station, Ohara was detained by police. So basically this guy that's running the train and basically driving all these people around, decided to leave his post and go back in the car and start groping girls. It's like 1210. They're all drunk. Fuck it. And so he went back there and started groping like girls. But this girl is like a teenage girl and she had nothing to do with that. She's like, yo, dude, I'm going to call the cops. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I mean, look, people don't have to tolerate that. That's not it's like the wallet inspector. It's not real. You know, when they come back to see like uh, uh, I'm here to inspect your panties or whatever. I mean, you might be a train conductor and he looks official, but he doesn't have a right to put his hands all over you. Or or breasts or breasts, just her breasts. Well, yeah, which is basically a victimless crime. You know what I mean? The guy's driving the train. How about a little respect? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, dude, I'd be worried. I'm like, wait, you're you're squeezing my boobies, and like we're going for, dude. You you got to go up front, dude. You put put your fucking foot on the brakes and shit, dude. We got we get the next stop coming up, you know. My God, don't worry, it's an express. We're we're blowing through the next couple of stations. Uh, trust me, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this a long time. I'm union. <laughs> there was one guy here who who groped a woman in such a way that it was so tender and so sweet that it was almost like you know this probably better than most of the dates the woman's had lately you know i mean the guy gave her like a little just a little tiny kiss you know and a hug and (laughs) she said that well i said (laughs) it i mean she she didn't own up to that you know but women are proud they're never going to come out and say something like that uh i i don't have a subway groping right now uh but uh you know see that's enough stuff in the subway for now here's a guy who kind of got screwed over lower east side resident resident he was beaten now, Lower East Side, you know where that is. It's if you go east and then walk down, slashed yep. and robbed of his uh, designer watch. When he confronted a man who he found with his girlfriend, guy comes home, finds a guy with his girlfriend who steals his watch. 
33-year-old victim had just gotten uh, home around 7, 10 p.m. on the 6th. He found a stranger with his gal pal at his apartment. That's Delancey and Baruch Drive. And the two men got into a fight that ended with the intruder punching the victim in the face multiple times and slashing him in the neck. And he swiped his $7,000 Cartier watch and his keys before he left. And so the guy's in stable condition, but I don't see how because... You're going to feel pretty unstable, my friend, when you lose your girlfriend and your $7,000 watch and your keys all in one moment. What a bitch that woman is, huh? God, dude, losing your keys kind of sucks. It's like if you want to fucking bang a different dude, cheat on a guy, that's fine. Don't cheat on a guy who's going to steal my watch. Don't cheat. I mean, don't cheat with a guy that's going to, you know, rob me. Yeah. That's It's really... It, that's really insult to injury, you know, in, in a way that I hope they catch this guy. I usually don't root either way, you know, for someone to be uh, arrested. <laughs> but I have to say, for this guy's sake, I hope he gets justice. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, God, that sucks, dude. Being robbed by somebody that you're, like, involved with really, really, really sucks. Because the thing is, like, it's not even like, like, if you get robbed by somebody that you don't know, you're like, Fuck, dude, I really like that phone. God, I really like that watch. God, I really like those shoes. But if you know the person, you're like, man, fuck that person. It's like more of a, you really get more involved in the crime. You really hate that person even more, you know? Oh, yeah. You're like, man, I can't believe it. I can't. She would do that. Holy shit. You know, after all the times she accused me, oh, I'm stealing this, I'm stealing that. She's always thought I was, uh, you know, take, taking stuff from her purse and shit like that. And she has the fucking, oh, that, it, you've got a, a hundred things to relate it to to make yep. it a hundred times worse. I mean, plus this guy, I mean, she's cheating on him with a with yep. this robber. You think that this was an intentional thing? Like she just was like, hey, we'll rob him when he gets here? Or do you think? Yeah, that, yeah I, I don't know. I'm not so sure. I, I, like, I mean, it seems like there was a fight and then the guy was like, uh, all right, just took his stuff after he beat his ass. Maybe yeah. she was just maybe she was just cheating with a sort of a, you know, a loose cannon. But you're probably right. Yeah. But the thing's like, you know, they're going to go to the cops and you're know going to fucking like pinpoint you and be like, yeah, he's the guy that did it. Right. You know, it's, it's not like you're going to rob somebody and get away with it, dude. I mean, True. yeah. And there's a DNA sample like all over the chick's lips. <laughs> a semen. <laughs> it's like no, no, not those lips. <laughs> oh well, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I, that's a that's a really low hanging fruit type of joke. I apologize. <laughs> we can do better. Yeah. All right. So it's my story. Okay. Here we go. Next story. All right. So I was looking for a story about another uh, infant body. Okay. So I got another one. 23-year-old woman arrested for abandoning infant's body inside suitcase hidden in closet. Okay, here's another one. Tokyo, police in Hino City, Tokyo, have arrested a 23-year-old woman on suspicion of corpse abandonment after the body of a newborn boy was found inside a suitcase hidden in a closet. According to police, Chihiro Fukushima, a part-time worker, has admitted to the charge. Kyoto News reported that Fukushima lived with her parents. Oh, shit. Grandparents. Uh, at around 11 on Sunday, Fukushima's mother noticed an unusual order coming from her daughter's room. When she went to see what it was, she discovered the baby's corpse inside the suitcase uh, in the closet and called 110, a.k.a. 911. Police quoted Fukushima saying that she placed the baby's the baby inside the suitcase after giving birth at the end of May. Okay, well that's kind of sad and depressing, but um yeah, it's got to be absolutely horrific for like the mother. I mean the mother's the grandmother, right? Yeah. She comes in, she's vacuuming, she's like taking care of like the laundry and shit. She's like smell a dead mouse and she opens up the closet and she's like oh shit oh my god could you imagine that dude that's gotta be so fucked up that poor lady i know she's like man I, she packed is she going somewhere because she packed her dead baby and yet uh she just left the suitcase <laughs> <laughs> i thought she'd be gone by now <laughs> yeah now this whole place smells like dead baby oh god 
<laughs> oh, that's uh, one of the few women who will actually know the difference in dead mouse and dead baby. You know, the subtlety. Uh, I don't know what month did, did they find this because they said it's been in there since May. She had it and put it in. Now, did the grandmother not notice, right, mm -hmm. that, hey, you know, I don't see you feeding the kid or anything. I don't get to bounce it on my knee all the time. <laughs> Must not have even known she had the kid, right? I don't think she knows that she had the kid. I think basically the kid, the daughter had the baby and didn't know what to do with it and then put it in the closet in a fucking suitcase and just like, oh, I'll take care of it later. And uh, after about a couple of days or a week or something like that, she's like, ah, fuck it. I'll just move forward. And uh, she just didn't dispose of the baby, I guess. She's um, a, what do you call it? A procrastinator. You know, that's a, that's an unfortunate uh, a quality to have. But I mean, <laughs> if you, it's putting it, I guess, you know, what's interesting about this? She's uh She's charged with cor abandoning a corpse, so that yeah. would suggest that the baby wasn't alive when she put it into the into the suitcase. And I bet you they just can't prove whether or not the baby was dead or alive, so they charge her with the, the more certain type of uh, conviction, you know, which would be the corpse thing. And she's young, and she didn't know what the hell to do. So I think mm -hmm. that's a fair charge, actually. I mean, I hate to I hate to think that she put a live baby into the suitcase and it just suffocated. However. Uh, you know, I'm willing to give her the benefit of the doubt. You never know, man. I mean, there's like a whole slew of like, uh, I guess, crimes you could throw against this lady. I mean, abandoning the corpse is probably the lightest one. I mean, it could be like murder. It right. could be even kidnapping, maybe. I mean, there's like so many crimes that could go against this lady, you know? Kid packing. Uh, yeah, uh, it could I'm trying to think of what else it could. I mean, I think abandoning a corpse is probably the the least. Yeah, Lightest, that, that, yeah. That they could. And like I said, you know, I mean, like a young girl, why not give her the benefit of the doubt? Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm willing to do that. If grandma is the strap hanger uh, battered in a brutal hammer attack. I love hammer attacks. I don't know if you ever get those there, uh, but we, we get a hammer. Yeah, we get those uh, at a Manhattan subway station. He says New Yorkers have had it with the out of control transit violence. Um, so this guy's Bernie Getz, but he didn't pull the trigger on anybody. He just got the shit beat out of him. Uh, we're trying to live our lives as well as we can, you know, and it's just unfortunate that we have to face all these adversities along with uh, just all the struggles in life. We have to face all these adversities along with the struggles in life. If you look up uh, the definition of adversities, it is the struggles in life. Uh, the 29-year-old victim told the Post that. So uh, he said it's just unnecessary conflict and it sucks. Yeah, I, I agree. It's unfortunate, you know. This is like they're speaking to this guy in depth, apparently. The city, the way it is, obviously something has to happen, something has to change. And uh, this is uh, shortly before they nabbed the alleged attacker. Uh, a little bit further west on 14th Street subway line, that was 48-year-old Christian Jeffers, who identifies as a woman. So we have a trans hammer attacker spotted by uh, the transit cop shortly after 2 p.m. charged with second degree assault. Second degree assault. I mean, like, I don't know. Swinging a hammer at somebody could. It, they, they really go with these charging decisions. They're usually pretty weak because that could be attempted murder. You can easily kill somebody with that. Oh, yeah. That's definitely attempted murder. 2 p.m., dude. Isn't that early? Yeah. 2 p.m. is mid afternoon. And it's a it's a bit early to be out hammer uh, murdering. But I'm going to say that this trans individual might have just been on the way home from the night before, maybe. So it was actually super late. Uh, it's interesting here, too, uh -oh. because, you know, um, they they tr they really wanted people to uh, the police to not prosecute turnstile jumping here anymore. Just like you yeah. said about jaywalking. But you let that shit go. Eventually. Uh, it, it becomes a bad thing. You know, first of all, nobody pays for the train anymore. They, they lose money. Second of all, you stop catching people like they caught this person. They saw Jeffers jumping the turnstile at the station, took her into custody with a hammer recovered from her bag. And so uh, that's how you make arrests. It's like, oh, because criminals don't pay for the subway. They just yeah. not everybody who jumps the turnstile is a criminal. But, uh, you know, every criminal will jump the turnstile. Victim. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's why shit like that is important. Uh, and I don't see this Jeffers person is very trans looking, even without the wig. Uh, I, you want to hear how it happened? Why not? 
He ended up yeah, bumping sure, into why not? me because yeah, yeah. after that, he turned around trying to get into my face pretty aggressively. And in that kind of process, he ended up stepping up on me, the victim said. He stepped on my foot, and then after that, he took the hammer, and then I was hit on the head. I didn't see the hammer. I just saw him reaching into a bag, pulled something out. Oh, it happened, okay. like, too quick for me to react. Oh, my so God, close. being hit on the head like a fucking, like, uh, what, Donkey Kong Mario fucking hammer and shit, dude? <laughs> yeah. That will fuck you up, dude. Yeah. Like, Boom, dude, knocked down. Wow. Oh, dude, that's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. You need, we, you, need you, a, we need somebody rolling barrels at these motherfuckers. Oh, God, barrels, dude. Barrels means fucking bullets, dude, because the thing is, it's like you get hit in the head once, dude. Out, dude. There's fucking nothing you can do, dude. You get hit in the head with a fucking hammer. Dude, you are not fucking walking around straight for at least a week, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, that is crazy, dude. You're going to see birds over your head. And that's if you don't get hit with the claw <laughs> end, man. Birds. I mean, that could go right into your skull. Uh, it's, uh, it's 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 serious, right? It's just like you said. Why you hit me, the attacker yells. Why the fuck you hit me after he mm -hmm. hit him? It wasn't painful. What? I, it wasn't painful. I felt a lot of blood running down the side of my head. I was just kind of shocked and dazed a little bit. So he said it wasn't even painful. This guy got hit in the head with a hammer. He got uh, hit so hard that it fucking like shocked his whole system. So he didn't feel the pain. And this story was not publicized very strongly. And I'm, I'm sorry, but it's because the person's trans. And when, when a person is trans, the media guts, cuts them a break and just doesn't. Uh, they don't get all caught up in the uh, fun of the story so much. You know what I mean? So if I'm going to commit a crime, I'm going to be trans. It helps. It helps. Yeah. I mean, oh, if, you, if you don't want it, to, if you don't want it to be, you know, I mean, there was a serial killer here who was a uh, basically basically a serial killer who was really old, weird trans person. And it's the kind of thing that you would think, wow, that's one of the craziest stories of the year. And, you know, it would yeah. be hard to locate it at this point. It's it's just uh, it's swept under a little bit. You know, they, really? they, cut, they cut him a break. They cut him a little bit of a break in the news. And I think they cut him a little bit of a break with the law, too, sometimes. But, you know, here's another thing you might notice is that, like, mm. sometimes a trans person is accused in a crime and uh, or and once they are accused or once they are convicted, one or the other, <coughs> suddenly it's just a guy in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> really? So, yeah, that's the, it changes their whole status. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. I've got uh, one last story. One last story. All right. You got time for one last story? I got time for one last story. All right. Uh, Pull it together, man. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Dude, I'm fucking like, all right. We've been doing this podcast for like, what, three hours now? It's right. caught up with you, man. Yeah. The, when the, the booze caught up with you. And uh, it did. It did. But it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm okay. Time, for, time here to we rest. Go. Yep. Time to rest. Okay. Here we go. Bogus delivery man sexually assaults woman steals her underwear. Dun dun dun. Okay, Aichi police in Yatami, Aichi prefecture, have arrested a 32, 32 year old man on suspicion of sexually assaulting a 24 year old woman and stealing her underwear. According to police, Yuta Asakura, a fireman, fireman wore the uniform of a delivery man when he buzzed the apartment of the woman at around 2.10 p.m. on May 5th, Tokai TV reported. When the woman opened the door, he forced his way in and threatened her with a cutter knife, uh, saying that he would kill her if she screamed, police said. Police said the woman told them that uh, after he, after she sexually was assaulted, Asaki stole her panties and then left. He was identified after an analysis of surveillance camera footage outside the apartment building. Dude, I'm way too drunk to fucking read these stories, but I gotta <laughs> say, dude, that is fucking insane. It's a fireman dressed as a fucking delivery man who is actually, in fact, a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> What That's the fuck is going on, dude? And then fucking he stole her panties after he fucking raped her, dude. I mean, I'm, I feel really bad for her. That's really bad. I'm really sorry that that happened and shit. But I mean, this guy is fucking a class A well, fucking scumbag, dude. Wait one second. Maybe, though, he is just a panty thief disguised also as a rapist. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, I'm not a rapist <laughs> at all. Give me the panties. 
I gotta do this for my identity theft, you know. <laughs> oh god, it's like a Russian doll of identities. <laughs> oh my god, dishonest motherfucker he is. Oh jeez, but he's actually a fucking fireman, dude. That's fucking insane. But the thing is, though, if he's a fireman, he would definitely know about the fucking CCTV because in Tokyo, there's CCTV everywhere. Right. Everywhere you go, every street corner, every fucking convenience store, every fucking everything, there's a CCTV like fucking one of those little boxes, right? You yeah. can't go anywhere without like a fucking CCTV like covering your shit, right? So this guy should have known that shit, but no, he's well, too he had it. He's like, I'm disguised as a delivery man, so they'll never know. I, I just came in to make a little delivery. Oh, uh, you think he had like the fucking UPS hat and little short shorts? <laughs> it's, it, I guess it could be different there. Maybe uh, your delivery men are not. Get a box in front of his cock and you open up the box. He's like, surprise. Look, it's my <laughs> tiny penis. <laughs> You're holding the box relative to the box, you know, it's like gonna be <laughs> She's like, oh no, I'm gonna be raped with the little penis. And look at the disappointment of the woman too. She thinks she's getting a nice package, you know, and then turns out not only that <laughs> she's getting raped and stolen from. Yeah, my yeah. deck of cards came in. Oh no. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I, she she had a few things on order, and uh, and then she was, you know, something, man. Uh, that that stealing the panties probably part of getting rid of the evidence, right? You know, I mean, because you might drop a pube in there. Of course, it's also a trophy, you know. And it's yeah, it, it's it, a trophy, dude. In Japan, dude, fucking people love to fucking steal panties here, so it's like yeah, kind of like yeah. a thing. So it's also yeah, a la- I, it's also a laundry day, you know, uh, last resort. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I mean, would you wear a pair of ladies panties? Uh, you know, like if it gets down to it, if you're like, hey, I'm out of underwear, you know, I guess I'll wear these panties that I stole from that woman I raped when I was disguised as a delivery man. No, 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 no. I free ball that shit, dude. Oh, dude. No, of course not. I, no. I, but the thing is, just like, I, you know, the thing is, like, I don't understand the stealing of panties, but that shit happens here like all the time, all the time. Right. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's kind of different weird. Cultures fetishize different, you know, things, I guess. And uh, and and it happens to be panties there in Japan and then things linger. I mean, yeah. I, who, who knows what starts that? Who knows how long it's been going on or what it is about it that what or, or it could be something just in the natural, uh, the national culture, the national sort of, uh, you know, mm. like that they they like, uh, you know, they just really like the smell of pussy, but not pussy itself. Just when it's fabric. <laughs> you Pat, but we, we got a fucking superhero here in Japan. Like, if you like, I uh, have the comics. There's comics that have like a superhero where he wears panties on a, and his face. He's like the panty man that runs around and like solves crimes and shit, whatever. But he's got like a panty, like a girl's like a set of panties on his head. He's not. He's not. Uh, this is a comical superhero type guy, right? Like a uh, retard guy that we had here or something like that. Uh, I mean, it can't it can't be like th- he's not up there with Superman. There's not panty head man. He's not Superman. He's more like Green Lantern. He's <laughs> <laughs> like a B superhero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, he's 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 not up on the top tier for sure. No, but, I know uh, he's like a B a B guy. But but people, <laughs> does he look through the leg holes and so the crotch is on his nose? That's that's crazy. right. That's right. Like the pussy crotch is on his face. And he's got the fucking like the leg things through his eyes. You could Google that shit. Fucking faders. Look that shit up. Very popular Halloween costume in Japan, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it. I've actually seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very easy to make at home. (laughs) And hey, Johnny, we got to do this again very, very soon, because like, in fact, we should just this should just be the show from. I like doing this better than I like just doing Crime Report. We've both been doing podcasts in big cities for over 10 years. And 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 you know what? It's it's great, you know, but this is so much more interesting. We got to at least do it once a month or something. I would love to do this once a month, man. Like, I mean, I'll try to get this drunk. (laughs) <laughs> dude you're fine yeah you're fine don't worry hey, about it listen all right pat for my for, i mean to my benefit this is like friday night tomorrow i can like sleep in this week has been fucking crazy as shit so i've got uh 
I've been indulging in the booze just a little bit, but I mean, yeah, okay, dude, if, like, if you want to do this like once a month, dude, I'd be more than down to do this. Okay. Well, that'll be the deal then. Hey, and, uh, you know, I'll, I hope to talk to you again soon. Uh, well, in a month, right? And, and, uh, shit, my pleasure being on your show got faded. How did you come up with the name? Got faded. Got faded Japan. Got faded Japan basically means getting fucked up with your friends and having conversations and just enjoying your time with your friends. Okay. Got fitted. So it's basically like, you know, like when you meet your friends, you have a couple of beers and you just talk about bullshit. That's got faded Japan. All right, cool. Well, that makes but it, we kind of took it to the next level and stuff like, all right, about the news. We, we got the news incorporated because like uh, at the time, like in 2000, like at the time, 2002, there's like a magazine called Metropolis that had like a lot of like news articles in it. Right. So everybody in Japan, that was like an expat would read these news articles. I was like, absolutely insane. Right. So I came up with the idea of taking like got faded and fucking uh, the crazy news, putting it together and just having like a podcast about just like talking about Japanese news and getting drunk. Yeah. So that's obvious. Oh, so before it was just a directionless thing. You had no topic per se. How long did it go on like that? No, 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 no. There's no there's no on topic. Like basically when I came up with this idea, I wanted to do a podcast. And uh, when this idea came in, I was like, this is the this is the direction I should pursue. Okay. so that was it. Okay, I hear you. All right, then. Uh, Well, Check out my locals if you haven't, because we got a lot of fun uh, shows on there. NYC Crime Report dot locals dot com. Yeah. Hope you get an opportunity. And uh, man, I'm gonna let you go. Enjoy the rest of your night. Oh, dude, it's so fucking late. It's already like one o'clock in the morning, dude. I'm just gonna drink the, the rest of the six pack and just fucking call it a night. I know. But um, <laughs> all right. On my end, faders, thank you so much for tuning in to this very special episode of Got Fitted Japan. Make sure you uh, give us a five star review on iTunes. If you don't do that, don't worry about it because we are also on Instagram, YouTube, Patreon, and uh, be sure to ter- tell a friend about Got Fitted Japan. Dude, I am fucked up as a motherfucker right now, and I fucking love it. Thank you so much, Pat, for fucking having the time to spend with me on this uh, show. God damn it. I'm My fucking pleasure. so wasted. Have a good <laughs>